Welcome, and thank you for listening to Optics in Action, where we showcase leaders with vision and clarity. My name is Ryan Weiss, founder and CEO of EPS. Our team is focused on enabling companies to align people and process for increased revenue, profitability, and scalable growth while reducing the frustrations of your employees and customers. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, you can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. Let's get to our next guest. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Optics in Action, where we spotlight leaders with vision and clarity. And I am excited and honored to today to have a friend and someone that I've done work with and has done work for me in the past, Erin Marcus. She is the CEO and founder of Conquer Your Business. And she has provided me amazing insights in the past and helped me to get organized around different things. We have very different personalities, but I have very different thought processes, but I'm incredibly excited to have Erin on the podcast because the things that we talk about and the energy that she brings, it's just going to be so much fun. So welcome, Erin. We're excited to have you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to do this as well. And I love, love, love the fact that you and I have such different thought processes, but the same values. Indeed. Right? Like when you can combine those things, because I, right, because the middle is where the magic happens. When we're all too far on our own sides, we we mess it all up. So absolutely love it. yes if if either of us in our own extreme world was to run the world by ourselves we'd probably have chaos so- <laughs> exactly we'd be missing big pieces <laughs> exactly so uh so tell me a little bit about your purpose i always like to start by understanding like, why do you do what you do what are you passionate about and why do you do it so i don't know that you and i ever had this conversation i'll give you two there's two versions of this there's my professional version in this of this and then what i use my business to fund for a personal level so i come out of corporate i was very very lucky to have mentors that used to bring me in a room's way above my pay grade they would bring me in all sorts of meetings and all sorts of planning sessions i would take all of my notes was which was basically a giant list of things i didn't understand and then we would go out to dinner and i would ask them what is this what is this what is this and then i was brought into these other meetings and these other rooms again way above my pay grade and what i came to realize is that the difference between people who have and people who don't have is often access to these tools and information. I would have never learned the things I learned if my mentor wouldn't have brought me there because I didn't, not because I wasn't smart enough or good enough, but because I didn't know it existed. I didn't know those options existed. So when you combine that with the fact that I believe change happens from the bottom up, not the top down, my goal and the reason that I work with small businesses is I want to put more money and more personal control back in the hands of individuals who who want to do it. And my genius zone, for whatever reason, is in business strategy and marketing and scaling. So when I combine all that, this is where the sandbox I like to play in, right? This is the sandbox that I'm good at that I like to play in. And then on a personal level, for me, my foundation launches in 2024. I have volunteered 
probably 12 out of the last 15 years in different types of animal rescue. And so this business allows me financially and flexible time-wise to get way involved in that purpose, which is my personal purpose. Well, I have a client that I need to introduce you to. And my youngest daughter loves animals. That would be like her passion in life. So I can I can envision her like one day she's going to aspire to be Aaron Marcus. <laughs> My stepdad gave me great advice because if you try to cr- turn your passion into a job, your passion becomes a job. Better to go make a lot of money so that you can get to do your passion as a passion. I love it. I love it. So tell me a little tell our audience a little bit about what you do. What is it that differentiates you? What do you do? That, uh, that takes that uh, genius that you talked about and creates value for the world. Right, gives it to other people. That's right. right. So um, what do I do? The, the way that I describe this is I help solopreneurs and entrepreneurs get over the bridge from being that solopreneur entrepreneur where the business is all about them and into a true business owner, which is much more scalable self-managing company so that they can go ahead and be that thought leader brand in front of it, but not have to be the business, right? Being the business, as we all know, has a bandwidth problem, has a bandwidth problem. So one of my differentiators or one of the things Ryan and I have learned together is that I don't think linearly. So this is not going to be linear, (laughs) We're just gonna go with it. When but you the good, the good thing is that I often back you up a little bit. And I'm like, all right, so tell let's put that in a row. Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. Right. And I take zero, zero, zero offense at someone going, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? Because I know, I know. So the things that I do that are differentiators for me are strategy over tactics every single time. There are way too many people out there selling, just do this one thing and you'll be a millionaire poof. Yeah, that's not how this works, right? To quote Facebook, that's not how any of this works. Like that's not how it works. So those things make me crazy because really wonderful entrepreneurs purchase those programs, fail at them miserably because it doesn't work for them. It doesn't work for their strengths. It doesn't work for their goals. And But it looks like it looks for the guy, it worked for the guy on Instagram. So you feel like a failure. You feel even worse. So strategy, not tactics. And then the other piece is taking it apart and putting it together so that it works for you. Taking, you know, asking a million questions. That's where the journalism degree comes in. Asking a million questions, listening to what somebody is telling me, challenge them, right, right? Challenge them to go bigger and then putting the ducks in the row they need to be to create the action plan that creates the bigger outcome so that you get the business you want, not the business you're settling for because you just can't figure out how to get over the bridge. No, that's, that's a great explanation. And, uh, and, and you are very good at kicking people in the butt and punching <laughs> them in the teeth. I'll give you that. Right? So, so it's the, done with the, love, Ryan. It's done with love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love, I love transparency, full transparency. If you want, if you need that in your life, Aaron will help you get it. Right. Um, so as, as you think about it, like one of the things when, when you and I first sat down together, um, like you came into that first meeting and it was like blank piece of paper and a pencil and a a ton of questions. And, uh, and I'm very much like, I've got a framework, like I help people 
use a framework to figure out how to get everything together. And uh, in those opposite approaches, I think when people really embrace other opinions, other ideas that may have a different perspective, that's really what you did was you came into that room and you're like, just asking these questions. They're like, Ryan, you've got to get outside of your own head that like makes all these processes and frameworks and all these systems. Like, like just take a step back and look at it from a whole different perspective, like flip the world upside down and look at it a different way. And that's exactly what you challenged me to do. And, uh, been incredibly, you know, incredibly helpful at putting me on a different trajectory in terms of the way I've been thinking. So I'm looking forward to 2024 because there's some cool changes coming and things happen. So the the next question I like to ask is sort of the how do you do it, right? Like, do you? And I know there is a process. You're not a process person, okay? But Uh, there is. It just doesn't feel like it to you. I probably, and this is what, because some of my process is dependent on my ability as opposed to step one, step two, step three, because we do different things, right? So what did I do with you? I, like you said, I asked you a million questions, but what am I listening for? So first of all, if I were to lay that process out for you, if I would have laid this out on day one, when we barely knew each other, it wouldn't have worked because you still would have been very much in your habitual space answering those questions. So, right. And that's a different, you would have gotten different answers than what we were able to create together. So there is a process. And what I do is I'm asking you questions about, it always starts with the same thing. What do you want? What are we building? What So what am I doing there? I'm looking for clarity and I'm looking for playing smaller than what I think you can do. Where are you holding yourself back? And I'm looking for patterns in the way that you talk that clue me in to where you get stuck, right? So there is a process, but if I were to say that to somebody cold, it won't work because it's because the first thing somebody tells me isn't the real thing. And and I go back to the way that I sometimes describe it is the pain that you feel is not the problem that you have. And when somebody is, when I first ask these questions, people tell me about the pain that they feel. The problem that you have is a layer below the pain that you feel. The pain that I feel is my jeans won't zip. The problem that I'm eating too many donuts, right? Like that, but that's right. The we, are, we are right around the holiday season right now. This is a terrible example. A terrible terrible example, Aaron. Terrible analogy. But to talk about another differentiator, this is something I'm good at is taking these situations that don't inherently make sense to a lot of people and creating visual, emotional analogies that let somebody think about it differently. Yeah. Right. So, I, so here's here's my question for you today, right? So okay. so you talk about the purpose, you talked about the, we talked about people a little bit, process. Like, how do you scale that? Right. Like as you think about your process of of that genius of how you tweak those questions, ask those questions, seek those insights. Right. As as you think about that, how does that scale for you? How does that take yeah, no, you, that's a perfect you know, question? Yeah. So there's there's three ways to make more money. 
You can raise your prices, you can sell more widgets, or you can add a service line. So if you look at my business and how do I scale it, there are certain parts of my process that I can teach, that I can put into digital format, that I can put into, that I can teach somebody else and outline it. By doing that, I can bring in the people who I can teach them how to do those and they can run those programs if we so desire that level of our business. The way to scale for me is for me to bring in the accompanying strategists to implement, like look at your business. If your business is dependent on your genius zone, that's fine. Maybe that's that piece might not be scalable, but implementing on what I come up with is completely scalable. Yeah. That's why my COO is part of my business. That's why my brand developer is part of my business. Those people are used to me. They speak Aaron and they can help my clients implement, right? They solve the next problem. Yep. They solve the next problem. Like you have a team. Not everybody has a team. Some people we had to pull in for you. Different people, like that was the next problem I was watching not get solved. I would have these amazing VIP days with my clients. We would come up with strategies. We would find, you know, where we are now. Where do you want to go? What's the action plan in between? Go forth and conquer. But when left to their own devices to implement on some of it, they couldn't because they didn't have my team. They didn't have my resources. And it gets lost in translation. So the scalability. So in that way, I'm adding an additional service. Or I get, you can't scale a business like yours or like mine from a scarcity mindset, right? So there's people I have in my company who also coach my clients. They're not me, but they're good. You pay less for them than you pay for me, but we still help you with the outcome. That's less profitable business than the business I do directly. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine as long as you're managing for it. And so you have to get a little bit more creative. Scaling is not only do this for three people instead of one person. Yep. Yep. Great, great perspective. Great insights. So, uh, so I often say that people without process get frustrated, right? They, if, if and I can frustrate process, the heck out of Ryan. Because yeah, he, absolutely. He I get really frustrated. But, but, but the other part of that is that process without people is wasted. So creating processes for the sake of creating processes like is a complete waste of time. And so I have been part of and watched processes get created that I thought to myself, nobody's going to do that. Nobody's following But as you think about these, these things and, uh, and how they come together, right. The, that um, the, the process that you have, the, uh, the people that you were mentioning, the team members and things, um, you know, all of these things are important. Who is it that benefits the most from your services, right? So we talked a little bit about your purpose, talked a little about your process. Who benefits the most from what it is that you bring to the world, the value you bring to the world? The people I love working with are the people who are 
positioned to make a difference, right? So from a demographic, from an easy demographic, these are professional services. They've already got, you know, they've already got multiple six figures. They already know how to create revenue, right? So they're not really beginners. From a psychographic, people who, and you've mentioned some of this, willing to look at it differently, open to investing in their business, understanding how ROI works and like, driven to do something more. Like I don't always talk about my foundation. Now granted on social media when I post pictures of the baby raccoons and the possums, that's what people want. They could care less about my very carefully curated advice. They want the baby raccoons, they want the baby ducks. I get it. I get it. But just by knowing that about me, I get a lot of purpose-driven payday people. And if you are I'll put it to you this way. If you understand that a million dollar business is a launch pad, not the end goal, you're my person. Awesome. I love that clarity. I love that perspective that, uh, you know, yeah, just, just making a lot of money is interesting for a while maybe, but having a bigger purpose of, all right, what can I do with that to impact the world is a uh, is a much bigger deal, especially as I get older, right? Probably when I was as young. we get older, and also, by the way, I love, I love, love, love creating a business that allows my team to have their entrepreneurial dream job, right? Like, is there's something about there's something massively stressful about being in charge of other people's income, but at the same time. <laughs> But at I the feel same, your pain. <laughs> but at the same time, being able to help someone grow their business is amazing. But being able to help my team member the same way, mm-hmm. you know, internal yeah. clients is is just amazing. Yeah. What's what's a piece of advice that you would give to or a challenging question? Because you like asking challenging questions. What's a piece <laughs> of advice or a challenging question? That you would give our listeners, our audience to think about, right? As as they as they internalize some of the things you're talking about here and stuff. Is there a piece of advice or a question that you'd like to leave them with? So I just did this um this week. I've been focusing on what if it were easy. But I'll tell you, as you, you know, we're we're recording this at the end of the year. Most of us, no matter how much planning and tracking you do, there's a feeling about end of year planning that it's a fresh start. Go through everything you have planned. Go through everything, every idea that you have, everything you want for next year, every action item you've written down and ask yourself, how can I be a little bit braver? Hmm. How can I be, you know, we've got abundance over scarcity. We've got easy over complicated. That's all great. Love those questions. Use them all the time. But the one that makes a difference for me is where can I be just a little bit braver? I love it. I love it. So well, how can people get in contact with you, Aaron? If some of this is resonating with people in our audience, how? what's the best way for them to get in contact with you and learn more? Awesome. Make it really, really easy because we put it all in one place. There's a marketing tip for you. Put it all in one place. Uh, conqueryourbusiness.com. Just go to conqueryourbusiness.com. You can get a hold of all the socials, my podcast, all of the things, one place, conqueryourbusiness.com. 
That was a that was a great point and probably a great thing to end on because as you know, when we start first started working together, I think I had six websites and we are getting very close to having one right now. So let's get if nothing else. Nothing else comes out of our time together. I will consider that a win. Let's let's get focused. <laughs> let's get braver. Again, thank you so much, Aaron, for being on the podcast. Optics in action. I love your insights. I love the challenging questions that you ask me. And uh, and I'm sure that folks in our audience will also gain from that as well. So thank you again, Aaron, for being thank on the podcast. Thank you. It's been fun to be on the other side of the questions for you. From you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Optics in Action podcast. If you are interested in the podcast, we welcome you to subscribe on your preferred platform, follow us on LinkedIn, or learn more at epsoptics.com. If you or someone you know is interested in applying to be a guest on this podcast, you can find more information at podcast.epsoptics.com. This is Ryan Weiss thanking you for listening to Optics in Action.